Hello, this is the Bible in fewer words. We are Carol and Steve Wells. This is episode 55, Numbers, chapters 1 through 5. Steve! Hi, welcome to Numbers. Yes, it's very exciting to be done with Leviticus. Yes, it is. <laughs> um, and we're going to go through five chapters today? Yes, we are. One of the reasons is that there are a lot of numbers in the book of Numbers. That's why it's named Numbers. I did not know that. Yeah, so it starts with a census. We're going to go through that, but we're going to just do it very briefly. It's a lot longer than what, we're, than what we have in the notes and that we're going to read. So that's part of why. It goes through all the numbers of all the tribe that have left Egypt and are now on the Exodus. Oh, okay. And what other stuff are we not going to cover? Well, there's some stuff about things that we already have covered, like remember when Aaron's sons were killed by God for offering strange fire? They yes. were burned to death? Yes. Yeah, that's in there. Just to briefly mention again, we're going to skip over that because we covered that before. Uh, there's some instructions for priests that we've covered before. So I remember those that. instructions. Not much new there, so I left that out. Okay. And then there's some um, some other things about the duties of the sons of, of Kohath, which is a little bit uh, vague and not very interesting. Okay. And so we're going to skip that. And then there's the rules about lepers, which we covered before. And some things about sins and trespasses that we've dealt with before. So all of that stuff we're going to be uh, skipping over. Okay. And I have it down in the notes at the website at the a list of the things that we are leaving out of this episode. And so in the future, when those things come up again, because, you know, we have a lot more Bible to go through, we're just not going to mention them, and we're not going to list which ones we're not mentioning. That's right. Yeah, I'll, they'll, but I'll try to conclude them at the bottom of the notes so that people will know what we are leaving out. Okay, great. Numbers, chapter 1. In the second year after leaving Egypt, God said to Moses, Take a census of all the people of Israel who are at least 20 years old and able to go to war. Why did God say that like that? Well, what he's really interested in is soldiers. Because they might need them on their way back. Yeah. So they're going to be invading the land of Canaan. Mm -hmm. So he needs soldiers. And so he wants to be, them to be counted. So that's what this first couple of chapters is about. Okay. But we're going to reduce it just to this verse in verse 45 that says, the number of able-bodied Israelite men over 20 years of age was 603,550. That is a very specific number. Yeah, it's quite precise, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Did they do it like with toothpicks or something? Everybody gave a little toothpick to say, I'm here, I'm here. Yeah, I wonder. I don't know. But it does go through each of the tribes. It says how many was from this tribe and how many was from that tribe. So it goes, you know, we have the 12 tribes. Yes. goes through them all, including the Levites. Uh, so they're all, they're all numbered. And so that's where the name of the book comes from. That's right. Mm -hmm. These are some of the numbers and there will be more numbers. Is that right? Yes, but we'll be leaving them out. We're going to skip 
all of this stuff that we just had mentioned before. That's all we're going to say about chapter one, and we're going to skip the next few chapters and go all the way to chapter five. Chapter five. God said to Moses, When the spirit of jealousy comes upon a man, and he suspects that his wife has had sex with another man, he shall bring his wife to the priest. Okay, that one sentence carries a lot of information. Yeah. So if a man is starting to feel jealous, mm -hmm. and is this called the law of jealousies? Yes, it is. <laughs> it's very bizarre. So he's starting to feel jealous, and he thinks, okay, well, I think maybe, I don't know what's wrong. She's kind of maybe having an affair with another guy. Right, yeah, he just suspects that she is. Mm -hmm. Okay. Like he doesn't ask her or he doesn't say, provide me proof that you're not going out at night and someone maybe, else is Maybe tent. he hears through the grapevine, doesn't really say. But for what, however he comes to his suspicion, he has a suspicion that his wife has been unfaithful. And the, then the rule is he goes to the priest. Just bring her to the priest. Mm -hmm. Bring her. Hey, woman, you're coming with me. Right. Mm-hmm. And then, and the priest shall set her before me. Oh, me, so this is me being God. God, God yeah. is talking right. to Moses. Mm -hmm. Going to be right in front of God there uh, with <laughs> the man and the woman, and, and then God's going to deal with it here. In front of God and everyone. That's right. The priest shall say to the woman, If you've had sex with a man who isn't your husband, I will cause this water to make your thigh rot and your belly swell. Well, I wonder what kind of water that is. Well, actually, I, I skipped some things here about the water. The water is pretty much just dirty water. They mix in some, uh, I think it's like ashes or something. It's, it's, it's just, but the main thing is that, I don't know why we have to do this little magical ceremony of, of having her drink the water, because it's really God that's going to be doing it. If, yeah. So... If you've had sex with a man who's not your husband, mm -hmm. I will cause the water to make your thigh rot and your belly swell. Right. So it's not really the water that's going to do it. No. God's going to do it. But he's kind of saying, it's like this water. But this only, is my test. Only if she's been unfaithful. <laughs> I see. And the man behind the curtain doesn't know whether she's been unfaithful or not. Yeah. So he has to have this test. Right. So this is really a trial by ordeal, you know, like the... They used to do. Mm -hmm. Only in this case, it's not quite, we didn't have God there in those other trials. This one, we have God right there. And so he's going to be the one that's actually going to be doing whatever needs to be done or whatever he thinks needs to be done. Yeah. Which is to make her thigh rot and her belly swell. Yeah. Which sounds very unpleasant. It sounds awful. Yeah. And the woman shall say when she's in front of God and everyone, Amen, amen. Like... Yeah, can I have an amen? Can I have an amen? <laughs> okay, but amen is usually, yes, I agree with what you're saying. Yes, yeah, you know, kind glory of a, to the Lord. It's kind of a so be it. Uh-huh. I think that's what it's, she's just saying. Okay, whatever. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. When in fact, you should say, no way, I'm not participating in this. Yeah, I don't think she had a choice. Probably not. Then the priest will make her drink the bitter water that causes the curse. Okay, so she's sitting there in front of everybody, drinks the water, uh -huh. and then kapoof! Like, do well, we think... I don't know how long it takes. I assume it takes, it's pretty It's pretty instantaneous, but I don't know. It might take, it might take longer. 
Okay. And somebody might say abracadabra in the process. I, I, I'm making that up. Yeah. But it seems fitting no, I here. Think, I think she just drinks it and then it happens. If she is defiled and has had sex with a man who is not her husband, God will make her belly swell, her thigh will rot, and she will be a curse among her people. It's not the water here so much. It's God, yeah, really. I think He's so. There. Yeah. yeah. But if she's not defiled, then she shall be free and will conceive seed. Okay, that's something else. Is Nobody said that she was having a hard time conceiving seed. Let's say that she was impregnated by her affair, if she had one. Mm -hmm. Then it seems like God's making it so that she's going to have an abortion here, right? Oh, by having her belly swell? Yeah. Yes. It sounds like her belly swelling and her thigh rotting is going to make it unlikely for her to carry that, uh, if she is pregnant, Yeah. Um, to have that child. Yeah. This is the law of jealousies when a wife has had sex with a man who is not her husband. Or when the spirit of jealousy comes upon a man and he is jealous over his wife. The man is guiltless and the woman shall bear her iniquity. So even if the man is falsely accusing his wife because she didn't cook him the right meal or for any reason, he can do this and put her through this ordeal and He's guiltless. Even though he has falsely accused her and publicly humiliated her, yeah. he's guiltless. Yeah. It's not his problem. And everything's good. <laughs> According to him, everything's uh, good. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay. Well, now that I'm sufficiently worked up uh -huh. and really angry about this law of jealousies that uh, does not lean itself to protecting women, it's, now, now, this no. is probably one of the most misogynistic uh, little passages in the Bible, I would say. Uh -huh. uh, well, it's, it's, it's hard because there's so many. But <laughs> this one certainly is, is a bad one. Okay. Well, that's the end of our episode for today, folks. We've learned about the law of jealousies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I need to kind of just wind down a little bit here. <laughs> Um, again, I want to thank Martin Watkinson for the music that he provides for us. And remember to either rate us or follow us or like us. One of those three things should yeah, do Whatever us you good. do to a podcast so that you will be told when the next one is available. Uh-huh. Because, you know, it's pretty much every other day. Yeah, it is. <laughs> so far, anyway. <laughs> Thanks for sticking with us, folks. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.